Hi everyone, here we are back again with more wonderful soap secrets for you to feast on. I'm Hannah Fernando, your host, and I cannot wait to have a good gossip about what's happening in Soapland, because this week, it looks like I might need to buy a new hat. Claire Rock, our resident soap specialist, is here. Claire, a hat, a fascinator, or nothing at all? Definitely a fascinator if I'm, if I'm going to a wedding. <laughs> But will I need them in the, for, for this week? That's what I need to I know. know. It's Soapland after all. You do need one in your wardrobe. Um, we also have Alison Slade here, our TV Time soap editor. Hello. Going, hello there. He was going to chat to us about Bernice and Liam's wedding in Emmerdale. And while we're all talking about things wedding, it would be remiss to mention some of the greats in years gone by, I think. So over to you, Alison and Claire. So this week in, in Emmerdale, it's the week of Bernice and Liam's wedding, which we're all excited about because Bernice has finally got her man. Yeah. Dashing Doc. <laughs> I like Bernice. She's lovely. She's a yeah. calm character, Mother's isn't she? Mother's a though. Mother's, yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, she is. Let's not forget, she did think her fiancé was a serial killer a couple of months ago. Yes. Quickly forgiven. <laughs> and forgotten in my case, clearly. <laughs> She's a sort of, I don't know, graceful woman, isn't she? I like her a lot. She's really... My dad has the hearts for her. Really? Yeah. He says she's got lovely hair. What's your dad's name? Brian. Brian, you've been outed, sorry. We now know your secrets, okay? It's not just soap secrets, it's Brian's secrets. Because he does like Rula Lenska as well. (laughs) Let's talk about some of the weddings gone by, some of those brilliant ones that we just cannot forget. Of course, we've got Charlene and Scott really going back. Scott and Charlene. Yeah, because I think if you think of the neighbours, if you've got to think one thing, one moment that encapsulates neighbours, it's Scott and Charlene's wedding. And actually, I was looking into this uh, the other day. 19.6 19.6 million people watched that wedding. Considering Neighbours is a daytime soap. That's incredible. That is huge. That is huge, isn't it? I mean, producers, directors would give their right arm for ratings like yeah, that now, wouldn't yeah. they? But it also makes me feel really old because this was 1988. Well, 87 in Australia. We got it in 1988. Wow, yeah. And I can still remember it like it was yesterday. I can too, and I was I was an eighties child, but I can remember that wedding. You can remember them, you know, Charlene coming up the aisle, angry Anderson, Anderson. suddenly, (laughs) and apparently Kylie requested that tune specifically. And I remember she had this gorgeous dress on, and in the show, Charlene had spotted this dream dress, and she couldn't afford it. And Henry, the brother, worked all the hours God sends, and he bought this dress for her and presented it to her at the last minute. Of course, he didn't need any alterations because this is soap. Because you're kind of like actually. Yeah. <laughs> but I think one of the things I remember is the kiss at the end. Because you know when they go, oh, you can kiss the bride now. They got stuck in. It's a proper kiss, that wasn't was it? A, that was, it was bordering on tongues, <laughs> to be fair. It was like, it wasn't a mwah, it was... It Go for was it. A, I, it do you know a, what? You're absolutely right. I can remember that kiss. It wasn't just a peck on the cheek. My parents are in the front pew. This was... Proper, full-on, yeah, you know, yeah, topsail tennis. You know, go for it. And they were an item off screen, weren't they, as well? So Apparently they were for a little while. Yes, yes. Mm. So. I'm sad that didn't work out, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Any other weddings that you can remember, Claire, that you want to remind well, us of? Well, you've got in EastEnders, you've, you've got the Phil and Stella wedding, which oh, was amazing. Psycho Stella. Yeah, that ended really badly because she threw herself off the top of a car park. Yeah, but we, there's a theme here, isn't there? They don't gen really end well well she was a nasty person wasn't she i mean because she, she was abusing ben, um, ben yeah. mentally and physically i remember one scene in particular she burnt his hand with a hot teaspoon that was the kind of thing that everyone remembers 
And um, this was all exposed on the wedding day. And um, she kind of ran off and they ended up with this sort of disused building, whatever. And he realised that she was as mad as a badger. And she said, tell me you love me or I'll jump off. And he didn't. And he went, I only married you because it was a safe option. And, uh, <laughs> and then they went on to say something like, you know, you were going to be a mum to Ben, iron my shirts and keep your mouth shut for the next 30 years. <laughs> and uh, with that, she just took a step and, and that was her gone. But of course, um, Sophie Thompson, who played her, then popped up in Coronation Street not that long ago uh, as Rosemary, the psychic, the psychic, trying to cause Con Gail. But she's a brilliant actress, and that's why she she killed, she carried it off. She is Emma Thompson's sister, so she has acting genes in her, and she's she's the nicest woman. She's one of those people that if you had a dinner party, you'd want her there. She's got so many stories, and she's just funny without even realising well, it. Well, to be able to jump from one soap to the other is pretty clever anyway, isn't yeah. it? Because you kind of remember them in that original part, particularly a big part like Stella. And talking of Stella and Ben, we, we talk a lot about Ben and kind of how messed up he is these days. And you mm. look back and see these storylines. Yeah. It's hardly no surprising, wonder. really, is it? <laughs> I know. Well, he was he was born of a union between Kath and, Kathy and Phil. So what hope did he have, really? Yeah. And then, of course, uh, we had Ronnie and Jack. Yes, oh, yeah. that was a big deal. That one, and that was a huge kind We're of push still behind not it. Over that, really, I don't think so. Fans are over that because Ronnie and Jack, that romance was ten years. Really, the, the Mitchell sisters arrived in two thousand and seven, and I remember straight away that um, Roxy fancied Jack, and he said, "I like class, not brass." And he had his eye on on Ronnie, and there was lots of toing and froing, and you know, game playing, and and they'd had one wedding in two thousand and ten when she was pregnant with the baby that subsequently died, and then they had this other wedding, and it was kind of like, oh, we want a happy ending. But um, Sean O'Connor, the uh, then producer, decided no, he wasn't going to give us this happy ending, and in fact, <laughs> and he was going to kill these two Mitchell sisters off. And uh, the lesson learned from that is um, don't ever go in a swimming pool in your wedding dress. Well, I mean, that sort of makes sense, really, doesn't it? I mean, it would suffocate you, for goodness sake. She well, went it, in, though, didn't she? She went She went in to save her sister, so it was kind of like a sisterly, sisterly yes, bond. Yes, because Roxy had been taking drugs and stuff, and she went out for a little dip, and I think she had a heart attack, didn't she? And, yes. And Ronnie. Tried to save her. So she just jumped in. I mean, I don't suppose you would have thought about it. Getting out of wedding dresses is tricky quickly anyway, so unless mm. you ripped it, so she just... Went for it. Yeah, I remember all the promotion around that. That, yeah, was, a, that was, was a really big yes. deal, wasn't it? Yeah. They went to town yeah. with that producers. But they, they live on in the memory, and I actually named my cats Ronnie and Roxy. <laughs> um, Ronnie is, is dead now, bless him. He's in soap heaven, but Roxy is alive and kicking and, and probably on my bed right now. Sleeping. I don't blame her. It's very cold <laughs> outside. So so also in EastEnders, of course, you have Mick and Linda as another, another water wedding, as we like to say. Yeah. Water drama. Yes. <laughs> and I cried at that one because if you remember, there was loads of drama beforehand because Dean pitched up to the wedding. A few episodes before, Shirley had tried to drown Dean in the bath. He was the rapist. He'd raped Linda. He'd raped Linda. And um, that was a really... So cheery, isn't it? Morning, everyone. So he wanted revenge on Shirley and wanted to drown her in this sort of lake, you know, this reception place. And it, it, you know, he didn't die. Shirley didn't die. No one died. But Mick's suit got ruined because he dived in to save Shirley. And the wedding went ahead and he came out and he was wearing uh, Linda's pink dressing gown 
which was just lovely. It was just lovely. And also as well, um, the daughter Nancy, he was a real tomboy, put a dress on for the day and that was a massive deal. And it was just really moving and I just bawled my eyes out. It was gorgeous. You do have a habit of making, of sort of stirring up those emotions and you, and you have to really get yourself, don't you? And say, come on, check yourself. This is, this is ridiculous. This is, this is not real. Yeah. You're so in but it. But we spend so much time with them, don't we? We really do. They're our friends. They're our kind of family. I mean, I certainly for one spend more time with soap people than I do with so families rather than your yeah, own family yeah exactly yeah so you do connect with them don't you you really do care you do I think you hard, it's hard to see the mouse character which is why you know going back it's so uh, it's testament to how good an actress or actor that you are that you can go from one soap to another mm. seamlessly and it'd be okay yeah actually yeah. because you're so invested in that original character absolutely yeah 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 Alfie Moon and Roxy Mitchell that was um, that, that was amazing because because um, Alfie was was in love with with Kat. He's always been in love with Kat. And then he, she went off and he married Roxy for about five minutes. Really, was that quick? Because at the reception, he dumped her and ran off to Southend Airport to try and get Kat back. The Alfie Kat storyline has sort of, is something that's kept everybody interested, hasn't it, really? For, it's, you know, they, they split up and they get back together and it's just, that is it. But they will, there'll always be that connection. Mm. And that was why, you know, Alfie can come and go as many times, but they'll, Whenever he comes back to Walford, it's there's always going to be that connection between him and Kat, and it's never going to go away, is it? You know, I don't think it. No, I don't think it can. And I think even they they seem to gel very well as a as a character well, they're, duo. They're, they're great mates off screen, Jesse and Shane. They they spend time together away from the set. They're really good mates. Back to the Christmas presents a lot. So and they have this. They always say they have this sort of shorthand when they're working. They know how each other's going to respond to a line, whatever. And that chemistry is just there on screen, isn't it? You know, well, it's it shows, and it really yeah. shows. It's not jarred at all, is it? Mm. Any more, Claire, that you want to well, uh, probably, remind us of? <laughs> the, probably the last one is the two thousand. Um, Mel and Ian wedding. Oh, that I love that one. He was so punching above his weight as we, <laughs> as women circles, like he really was. She was gorgeous, was in love with Steve Owen. She married Ian Beale. Why? Who would marry Ian Beale? I mean, that he's been married enough times. <laughs> I mean, goodness me. I think me. the best thing about that for me, Eastenders, is always brilliant if there's a scene where Ian Beale is squirming. <laughs> yes. And there was years he and years ago. Well. Yeah, years and years ago, there was a scene where he'd got on the wrong side of Phil, and Phil made him literally drop to his knees and beg and that was just glorious I think that was in the garage wasn't it I seem to remember oh, he was crying I remember him crying but then he does cry quite yeah. a lot but what was great about that was because what had happened was um, she realised that she didn't really want to marry him he realised she was getting cold feet and the daughter Lucy had been quite ill and he said oh she's got cancer and Nell kind of having a heart didn't want to leave the family then and she got the all clear, Lucy, but he didn't tell Mel. And then on the wedding day, they'd got married. Double wedding, actually. Can you yes. remember it was a double wedding yeah, with was. Natalie and Barry? <laughs> oh, People Barry. forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a sticky then, um, end as well, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then afterwards she found the letter revealing Lucy had been given the all clear and it was the, the clocks chimed at midnight and she was like, I'm off. stuff you, I'm, I'm off. off. And he squirmed, which was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love oh, that. Oh, they have brought us some great weddings, haven't they, these producers? Yes. Absolutely brilliant. Okay, so, well, with my hat well and truly staying in the wardrobe and my fascinator out for now, um, let's talk about EastEnders, Claire. It's not a good week for Linda, is it? Um, is this a downward spiral for her? It, it is It is a downward spiral. She's um, she's arrested this week for drink driving, so it's the morning after um, drink driving. Uh, she's massively hungover. She has to take Ollie, Ollie to school 
and uh, she's parking the car and she taps the car behind her. She's parked it. So I'm, I'm guessing she does a bit of damage, but it's not a full on, you know, massive Smash. crash. But she has done damage to another car and she's, she, she does what some people do. She snuck off and parked it somewhere else. But, okay. of course, she's spotted. And, um, and uh, yeah, so a uh, policeman is called and uh, she's breathalyzed. And she is still drunk from It's her- an interesting storyline, actually, because, you, you know, you imagine you go to bed that night before and you wake up in the morning and you, most of us know that you, you when you can drive again. Mm-hmm. But there's lots of people that I guess that are like that okay this is slightly different you completely overindulge but it's quite an interesting storyline it is because I think you know if you if you win the soap and you ask Linda have you got a drink problem she goes, no 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 I think in Linda's eyes an alcoholic is someone who's on a park bench with a few tins of red stripe and because she's getting up in the morning she's being a mum she's running the pub as usual she probably doesn't think she's got a problem Um, and presumably it will get to a point where she does realise she has a problem but that's a way to go yet. That's, 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 that we're heading towards Christmas. So that's one of your big Christmas storylines because we've already seen her overindulge at, at hen parties, at Whitney's mm. hen parties. She was slightly drunker than perhaps one would have liked her to have been. You know, it's a hen party, so people, people do, do drink a bit more than normal, but she was sort of falling over and stuff. And, and yeah, she's, she's, and she's also surrounded by alcohol because she's a landlady. You know? Yeah, she's oh. working the pub, isn't she? Yeah. So, you know, to see her with a glass in hand, you wouldn't really think anything of it because perhaps someone buys you a drink because, they're, you know, they're friends with them when they order their drinks. They say, oh, have one for yourself. So people perhaps wouldn't think, oh, she's always got a drink in her hand. Yeah. No, I think it's going to, well, it's an interesting storyline. And, and, and going back to what we were talking about last week, it's one that, a lot of people will relate to actually absolutely and, and like you say you imagine an alcoholic to be someone on the park bench with yeah. a you know with a tinny and a brown paper bag absolutely. and it's actually just not yeah. very real yeah that. and it's what Linda's showing here it's it's that sliding into mm. how into being dependent on alcohol and just not being aware it's you get home from work I've had a rubbish day get a bottle of wine out you know and it's that and yeah. it's that it's slowly of, increasing yeah slowly, yeah slowly and becoming increasing. that crutch that gets you through the day but one of what I'd like to say one of the nice mm. things in EastEnders is sometimes men are like buses. You don't see any for ages, and then you get three come along at once. Ruby last week, Max Max proposed to her. This week, her and Martin have a snog. Mm. I think we hold the front page for this one. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah, we do. We really one. do. <laughs> yeah, I heard rumours that actually they were going to go down this route a while ago when there was the Ruby rape thing storyline because Martin was a real kind of source of support and there was moments of kind of chemistry there and you kind of thought oh what's going on there and nothing happened and this is it's really interesting because obviously Stacy is Ruby's best pal so if anything were to develop between Martin and Ruby then there's going to be a fireworks when Stacy comes back to Walford yeah I'd expect no less well, well you know, Martin's already on a downward spiral because he's he's become he's had to become this kind of um, uh, he's working for Ben, so he's 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 a loan shark. Um, and Stacey's had to leave because she clogged Phil, um, and she's already she has already cheated on him. So they're not actually together, but you shouldn't really sleep with your best mates if with your they wife's are going to sleep together. No. We don't know yes. yet. That's really not what you should do, no. is it? No. You shouldn't be snogging them anyway. <laughs> Remember that, no. kids. <laughs> it should not be what you're doing. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so in Coronation Street, we have the whole Fizz, Tyrone, Jade situation. Um, we're going to finally discover the truth about Jade. Yeah. We are. Yeah. But we can't say what it is. <laughs> Just sorry. You're just going to have to watch. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Yeah. I mean, she's she's been brought in as the baddie, which is often the way. If someone comes in a complete outsider, this is, you know, the lady's been brought in from Birmingham to home tutor Hope. Um, but yeah, that's often the way in soaps when you get this mysterious outsider and oh, they're not one of us and they, they've got kind of secrets. And um, it was very, very quickly revealed that this was a person who had a grudge against Fizz because there was um, a little picture that um, Little Hope was drawing and it was a cheery number about, oh, this is represents death or something. <laughs> and um, Jade drew some ginger curly hair on this person to represent Fizz. So we knew that she had uh, a grudge against Fizz. Um, and the question's going to be, what, why? Why? What's what, the grudge? Know? What's Fizz done? What has Fizz done? You know, she's Fizz is a nice lady, you know. She or doesn't tend to offend people. Or is she, Alison? Mm. Um, but a- yes, yeah, so we'll finally, <laughs> finally find out what's uh, Jade's secret. I'm quite interested, though, to know what Fizz's secret is and what Jade's is and the whole... Mm. It'll, it'll, it will all come out. I mean, poor Fizz is struggling with hope. Uh, who's the fire starter? She sets sets um, as a child. She's she's setting fires all over the place. Um, and we always have to do have to remember that hope is she. You know, is nature over nurture? Hope is um, John Stapes' daughter. Yes. So, but Fizz hasn't brought her up that way. So nature nurture oh, argument. John Stape. I just wanted to teach. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh that. <laughs> Glad we can laugh about these uh, sad things. (laughs) These poor children. It'd be very boring, actually, wouldn't it, if these children were all like angels? I loved it. I love Hope. She put her lighter in her. She took her dolly's head off and stuck her stuck her lighter in the in the body compartment of her doll and then stuck the head back on. And I thought that was that was very nice. That must have been a cheap doll. It's quite sadistic, really. It's pretty grim. (laughs) But kids are a bit with their dolls. They do yank their heads off and things. I I didn't do that. (laughs) Just (laughs) Claire did that. It's an insight into Claire's world now, Um, or her childhood. Now it's a big week in Casualty um, because Ethan quits. He does. He does. He Ethan's Ethan's um he is kind of like a hottie doctor on there and um uh he's he's been through the lot. We we've talked about all of his things and a couple of couple of uh, months ago he was in that terrorist attack when he was brought in as a as a as a as a as a one of the doctors to help out and he was trapped with Big L Big Al from um the helicopter team and uh a lady that had been really badly hurt, who was caught up in this this attack, and both Big Al and Jenny the lady died, and he's been really struggling with survivor's guilt because he mm. didn't die, so he was trapped under all this rubble with these other two people, and he was the only one that walked out, and that's 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 quite something, and he's 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 really been struggling. And this week, Big Al's daughter comes in, and um, he he sort of connects with her. And he decides that it's time to take a break. I don't from think the show? from the show. I think he will be back. Ethan's too good a character. But sometimes actors like to do other things. George Rangeford might might Panto want to do something. season. You yes. know, <laughs> they can do tax bill. They can do absolutely anything, and, that, and, and that's a really nice. But for me, one of the other really nice stories is another romance because sometimes romance is nice. It's very oh, nice it's in very this world nice of pain that we talk about every yeah. week. <laughs> so, so you've 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 got David and Rosa, 
um, they're flatmates. Rose and Rose's mum comes to visit, and um, Rosa needs a fake boyfriend. And Rose's mum says something to David, and he fakes a marriage proposal to Rosa for her mum. But this marriage proposal kind of feels a bit real. Oh. So I'm keeping my fingers ah. crossed for David and Rosa because they work really well together and David's lovely, Jason does gorgeous and um, and Rosa, Rosa's, you know, she needs a man. Maybe some happiness at last. Yes, yes, romance. <laughs> romance don't ruin it, that's Happiness, we've said the word happiness, it doesn't often happen. <laughs> no, but watch that story because I think that's going to develop and I'm, I'm, I'm happy, I'm gunning for them. Now... Casualty's got its ups and downs, we've ended on up, but it's pretty rocky in Holby too, isn't it? So when we last chatted, we talked about Lofty and Helen losing their baby. Um, and of course, this story is quite complex because Lofty had a holiday fling with Helen, getting her pregnant, yes. but she had a husband at home. He had a husband at home. Yes. Um, and then in true soap form, all was forgiven. Yes. Um, but with the sad kind of um, still birth storyline, which is, you know, Really awful. Um, but Helen has told Dom that she doesn't want him at the baby's funeral. So what's going to happen? Well, who knows? I, I'm i not hopeful that this romance is going to last. Um, Lofty and Lofty and Dom, I, I would like like to see it, but he did go off on holiday and he did... Sleep with a woman. Sleep with a woman. <laughs> so problem. Yes, when he's in a when he's in a in a relationship with Dom. And you don't normally do that when you've just having a few small problems and then obviously poor Helen became pregnant and then then the baby was 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 stillborn and so it's it's it, it, it was an unusual scenario anyway the idea that Dom had sort of forgiven or said oh yeah, yeah. and they we're all going to this having this baby together yeah. I mean it, it wasn't never really something work. that was going to work it was, was never it? going to work I think Dom was trying to be positive about it and trying to support the baby but um Helen really hadn't let go of Lofty and she was she was in love with him is in love with him she is in love with him she was you know she was having his baby and the feelings just grew and it would be interesting to well we'll soon know whether Lofty's feelings they've grown to and whether there was a connection because it was their baby yes it was and And, Dom was kind of the third wheel yeah they've lost it so they have that shared grief and Dom is is sort of over there slightly. And she now wants to cut him out further yes. by saying that you can't yes. even come to the funeral. Yes. Yeah, this story's got some legs, I can see. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so last but certainly not least, let's have a good old chinwag um, about that pesky killer breeder in Hollyoaks. Um, this week she's giving a few ultimatums, I believe. She she is. So So breeder's great, isn't she? Don't you love you her? You love breeder. You I love, love the serial killer. From, she was in Making Out, wasn't she, years ago? Was Do you remember she? the I Debbie can't... Horsfield drama? Was she? Yeah. Anyway, there you I'm go. Sorry, she plays back. a great character. She does, but yeah, yeah, she's yeah, getting yeah. away with this. I have no idea. No, I think I think she's great, and um, people people just seem to get shot in Hollyoaks like nobody's business. And uh, and we also have a serial killer breeder on the loose who's been killing bad dads. Yeah, she's about the fourth serial killer in as many years, <laughs> and I'm not joking now. It's true. <laughs> so poor, poor Mercedes got shot a couple of weeks ago. So of course, in true Hollyoaks style, we don't know who shot her, but there were several. There were lots and lots of candidates who could have done it. So um, Silver, her husband, could have done it. Her kind of new boyfriendy Liam could have done it. You could have had um, Grace. You could have had, uh, you could also have had Diane do it. So there's all this, all these people. Who done it. Who done it. And mm. Breeder says to her son, 
Silver, who uh, you need to uh, you you need to think. Do you want to be with the McQueens because they're all McQueens, or because he's been he's been having a sort of a flingette with Grace? Do you want to be with Grace? And he has to make this decision. And because the thing is, because he's a prime suspect in Mercedes shooting, if he stays with Grace, it makes him look guilty because he needs to would he needs to get rid of a wife, perhaps. You know, and that's perhaps why I shot him. I mean, you could just divorce. But in the truth will always out, I strongly yes. believe that. <laughs> Even <laughs> in Hollyoaks. <laughs> but, you know, you know what? I think you, you've got all these candidates. But, you know, Breed has twice had a go at Mercedes, tries to hit her over the head with a wooden mallet back in the summer. So maybe it's Breeder who actually shot Mercedes. And Breeder's the toxic one in the middle, surely. <laughs> she She's, we're going to find her out soon enough. Surely it's going to carry on forever. Well, maybe it can drag on. Like Mercedes will survive and it will be well. And then she, Breda can lock her up in the same pig farm that she yes. has Tony in for months. <laughs> and just feed, because she, she was feeding Tony lollies through the gaps, wasn't she? So, yes. Yeah. She's fantastic. <laughs> She's, I think they should keep her going for, for some time. Yeah, well, I know you are a big fan. I am of, a big fan. Reader. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid that's it. Thanks so much, Claire and Alison. Um, that's it for another week. I know I feel very sad too, um, but worry not. We'll be back next week with even more soap gossip and secrets. Until then, make sure you stay safe and hit subscribe. <laughs>